Break Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. A world first project that improves the quality of life for breast cancer survivors is being piloted here in Limerick. The unique project is creating bespoke breast prosthesis for women post mastectomy using state of the art digital manufacturing. And joining us on the line is Kevin J. O'Sullivan, a senior research fellow at UL's Rapid Innovation Unit, and he was one of the leads on this project. Good morning to you, Kevin. Good morning to you, Joel. How are things? I'm good. Now, Kevin, we have chatted to people, including those in Limerick, who do specialise in helping uh, women uh, post-mastectomy. You know, it's a day-to-day part of their work. What are you doing at what feels like the leading end of this? So I suppose what we're doing is um, taking, I suppose, advanced manufacturing technologies and putting them in place in the hospital. So what we're looking to do is to use 3D printing to be able to fully customise prosthesis in the hospital for the patients as part of the, the routine um, care. Okay, so break that down for me now into yeah. simply how it would work for a breast cancer survivor. So the way it would work is uh, post the mastectomy, the patient would come in and have a 3D scan taken of their residual breast and of the actual scar site itself um, and then we use those two scans to mirror across the correct shape and size of their remaining breast and then use the scan of the chest to make that back wall fit perfectly. Um, we can then print it out in a soft rubber-like material that we can tailor how soft or firm it is and how much give there is in it and configure the weight, which is crucially important to, to survivors. Um, and to give them a, a perfect fitting prosthesis that works for them. Mm. And, and is there a cosmetic aspect to it on top of that, or, or how does it work? Uh, there's Well, there is both, I suppose. The cosmetic part is the, the off-the-shelf solutions at the moment are, are kind of a generic shape, regardless of what size um, the woman's natural chest is. Um, and they just don't look right, and they don't feel right, and there's a, a huge weight associated because they're, they're quite heavy, so when they're just sitting there in the in the bra, they just end up feeling very uncomfortable and they can lead to even to kind of back problems later on with being uneven. Um, and generally from the feedback we've had, women are very unhappy with them. Um, just the look, the feel and kind of that constant reminder that there's something there. Okay, and you believe that what you are developing on a pilot basis will address a lot of these concerns? Absolutely, and we've had one uh, one patient in particular who we've been working with for the last six months in kind of developing the the process and the procedures and the actual design of it itself, and uh, she absolutely loves the result. Um, she said that she just doesn't feel it anymore, she doesn't kind of pay any attention to it, and that visually she feels a lot more comfortable that everything is symmetrical. Now... You're involved at the UL's Rapid Innovation Unit in just that. It's innovation. There's a pilot program, as I mentioned. You're working with um, the hospital. But ultimately, you're not going to go into the manufacturing of this. So where will uh, this uh, tech end up? Um, Well, that's the nice thing about 3D printing. The manufacturing will be on site in UHL. So the, the unique thing about printing is that it allows you to make one off um, of parts and the we were very fortunate to get um, 
funding through the Public Service uh, Innovation Fund from the OPS um, to launch this pilot service. So there will be a dedicated 3D scanner, 3D printer equipment and training and staff in the hospital. So the, the idea is that you'll, for survivors, they would be brought into the fitting room as they normally would to receive a mastectomy brand, a regular prosthesis, and be offered this as an option. And there will probably be about a week's turnaround from when they come in to when they get their fully customised prosthesis that's made in UL. Okay, so that's the prosthesis. And what is what would the situation be with the bra then? So, as again, the, the nice part about using 3D printing and customising it is that it can work with any bra. So I think that's one of the, you know, the other huge bits uh, with the, the body image and the self-esteem and just the quality of life around this is that the mastectomy bras are very limited in style and colour. And whereas if we're making a customised one for a woman, it can work with whatever they want to wear with it. So are you saying that in the not-too-distant future, the entire process would will be done on-site at UHL? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, even the the patient we've been working with, we've gone through you know twenty or thirty iterations with her, and she's been a fantastic advocate to get it right. Um, and she's been wearing the one we made here on site for the last two and a half months, and she's delighted with it. So, how quickly then can this be scaled up? Because this is only a pilot program. So the the plan is that over the next year we will develop, I suppose, refine the the process and the procedures and there's a huge amount, I suppose, our group is very experienced in 3D printing and digital manufacturing and computer modelling um, but it's to develop a training plan as well to train staff that are going to be able to do this on the ground. So there's both the service side of it um, and there's an entire research element in the university and collaborating between UHL and the Midwest Radiation Oncology Centre, the matter private, Um, and there's, you know, a really nice collaboration between everyone. So we would hope that this time next year it would be available to any woman in the Midwest who's undergoing a mastectomy. And would this be the the launching pad for it um, you know, is this going to be something that will be in hospitals all over the country and ultimately well beyond well it's probably a little bit too much for our group individually but we would hope that uh, if it's successful here that this could be easily replicated by other groups or other hospitals um, if they so wanted to and potentially further afield than that um, I suppose what we're doing is technology that's what we're using is technology that's well proven and has been around for quite a while um, but we're using it just in a different way and really concentrating on, a, on an application that improves quality of life. I mean, that's the huge bit here is that it's, it is all about the patients themselves. You know, it's not treating the cancer per se, but it is, you know, what we've seen so far, it does make a huge difference to the day-to-day lives and not just surviving breast cancer, but thriving afterwards. Right, okay, that is absolutely fascinating. I'm sure a lot of listeners this morning would be really interested in this and do come back and tell us how progress is going on it. That's Dr. Kevin J. O'Sullivan, who's a Senior Research Fellow at the University of Limerick's Rapid Innovation Unit and one of the leads on this very interesting project. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.